Welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. If you've been with me in the last couple of episodes about our gentleman rabbit, Uncle Wiggily, you know that he's had an opportunity to be a really great helper to a number of people lately. And we're going to find the same thing once again in the story about Uncle Wiggily and the Lost Boy. This is another one of the Uncle Wiggily stories from his collection of stories that we find in Uncle Wiggily's storybook by Howard R. Garris. So once again, I'm going to ask you to get those ears ready to listen carefully and get your mind's eye ready to see the story as I read to you the story of Uncle Wiggily and the Lost Boy. There goes that boy out again, flying his kite, said Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy as she looked from the window of the hollow stump bungalow one morning. What boy? Uncle Wiggily wanted to know. The new boy who's just moved into the red brick house, answered the muskrat lady housekeeper. I hope he isn't a naughty boy who will chase you, Uncle Wiggily, and come to the forest to play tricks on Sammy and Susie Littletail and other animal boys and girls. Oh, he doesn't look like that kind of boy. Not at all, said the bunny gentleman as he sat down to eat his breakfast of carrot pancakes with turnip maple sugar gravy sprinkled down the middle. I'll be careful, though, until I know him better. Uncle Wiggily's hollow stump bungalow had lately been rebuilt near the edge of a wood, and just beyond the thicket of trees and tangle of bushes was a small town where lived many boys and girls. Only a few of these boys and girls knew about the bunny rabbit gentleman and his muskrat lady nurse, and those who did were kind to Uncle Wiggily because the rabbit gentleman had been kind to them, doing them many favors. But now that a new boy had moved into the red brick house, Uncle Wiggily felt that he must hop around uh, not too very lively in a fashion until he found out whether the boy was a good boy or a naughty one. For there are some very naughty boys, you know. He seems quiet enough, said Nurse Jane, as she spread some lettuce marmalade on a slice of bread for Uncle Wiggily. He sits there flying his kite. I guess it will be safe for you to go to the store for me, Wiggily. What do you want from the store? Asked the bunny gentleman as he took his tall silk hat down off the piano. Sometimes he went to the store quite dressed up. At other times he would put on an old cap and overalls just as he came in from the garden. I want another ball of red yarn, Nurse Jane answered. I didn't quite have enough to knit the mittens for Sammy and Susie, the rabbit children. I suppose that's because I gave some of the yarn to the three little kittens who lost their mittens, said the bunny, twinkling his nose upside down to make sure it wouldn't fall off as he hopped along. Well, that's one of the reasons, Nurse Jane answered, but I'm glad you helped the little kittens. You can easily get me another ball of yarn. Of course, Uncle Wiggily agreed, and soon he was hopping over the fields and through the woods on his way to the store. Not one of the stores where the boys and girls bought their toys and lollipops, but a special animal store kept by a monkey-doodle gentleman. And as Uncle Wiggily hopped along under the bushes near the house of the kite boy, 
The bunny heard the boy's mother say, Don't go away, and don't get lost, buddy. No, ma'am, I won't, promised the boy, as he held his kite string in his hand and watched his toy fly high in the air. Uncle Wiggily stopped for a moment underneath a big burdock plant and looked at Buddy, which was the boy's pet name. Buddy couldn't see the rabbit gentleman. If he had, Buddy would have been much surprised to notice a bunny with glasses and a tall silk hat. The wind blew the kite higher into the air, and Uncle Wiggily thought of the many times he'd helped Johnny and Billy Bushytail, the squirrels, fly their kites, and how he had, more than once, made kites for Jackie and Peetie Bow Wow, the puppy dog boys. Then the bunny gentleman hopped on to the store to get a ball of red yarn for Nurse Jane. He stayed some little time, Mr. Longears did, for he met Father Goosey Gander, and he talked to the old gentleman duck about rheumatism and what do you do when you sneezed too much. But finally, Uncle Wiggily started back for his hollow stump bungalow, and soon he was in the middle of the wood about halfway home, and all of a sudden, the money gentleman heard a crying voice say, Oh dear, oh dear, I don't know where my home is. I'm lost. Oh dear, I'm lost. Mr. Longears peered through the bushes, and there he saw the boy from the red brick house who held in his hand a broken kite. Ah, I see what has happened, said the bunny. His kite broke loose from the string. Forgetting what he promised his mother about going away, the boy ran after his kite over into the woods, and now he's lost. I wonder if I can help him find his way home. Uncle Wiggily didn't show himself yet, hiding behind the bushes. The money followed the lost boy as he wandered about among the trees, not knowing which way to go. Oh, where's my house? said the boy over and over again. Why can't I find it? Then a mournful voice cried, Who? 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 Oh dear, what's that? exclaimed the lost boy, suddenly stopping. It's only an owl bird, said Uncle Wiggily to himself. He wished he might speak to the boy and tell him this, but though the bunny could understand boy talk, the boy couldn't understand rabbit language. The kite boy went on a little farther, and then he heard a rustling in the dry leaves. Oh, gasped the lost boy. Maybe it's a snake. Nonsense, laughed Uncle Wiggily to himself. It's only a brown thrush bird scattering the leaves to look for something to eat. And even if it were a snake, it wouldn't hurt the boy. I wish I might tell him so. The boy wandered along a little further, and suddenly there boomed out of the forest a sound of garump, garump, gazing. Oh, maybe that's a giant, cried the boy, dropping his broken kite. <laughs> Laughed Uncle Wiggily. That's only Grandpa Croaker, the big bullfrog who tells such funny stories to bully and bawly no-tail the frog boys. How Grandpa Croaker will laugh when I tell him the lost boy thought him a giant. But I must help the boy out of the woods, or his mother will be worried. Let me see. How can I do it without letting him see me? Ha! Huh. 
I have it, this ball of red yarn. I'll hop to the edge of the woods near to his house and fasten one end of the red yarn to a tree there. Then I'll come back, unwinding the ball on the way, and when I get to the boy, I'll toss him what's left of the ball. Then all he'll have to do will be to follow the red cord right to his house. No sooner said than done. Uncle Wiggily knew his way through the forest, even in the dark, and he soon reached the edge of the wood and saw the boy's red brick house. Then, tying one end of the red yarn to the bush near where the boy had been sitting to fly skite, Uncle Wiggily turned back, unrolling the ball as he hopped along. He soon came to the lost boy again, and the poor little chap was crying harder than ever. Over the bush and at the feet of the boy, the bunny tossed the little ball of yarn that remained. Oh, what's that? cried Buddy, almost ready to jump out of his skin. But when he saw the little red ball and the string stretching through the trees, he was no longer afraid. Oh, maybe this is a fairy string and it will lead me home, he joyfully cried as he began to follow it. And though we know it wasn't a fairy string, still it was just as good, for it led the boy home as he followed the yarn, winding up the ball as he walked along. And oh, how fast he ran when he came within sight of his house, crying as he dropped the ball. Here I am, mother. Here I am. I'm not lost anymore. Well, I'm glad of that, mother answered. You shouldn't have gone into the woods. I was just coming to look for you. Well, whispered Uncle Wiggily to himself, I'm glad I could be of some help in this world. Then the rabbit, who had followed the lost boy until Bunny found his home, wound up the red yarn again and took it to Nurse Jane. My, that was an adventure said the muskrat lady when the bunny gentleman told her about it. And if the boiled egg doesn't try to go sailing in the gravy boat and splash condensed milk on the bread knife, then I'll tell you another story about Uncle Wiggily next time. (laughs) Well, I hope you enjoyed that story as much as I enjoyed reading it to you. I hope you will have a chance to be a kind helper to someone this week and that you'll join me again in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner.